Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Record Rangers podcast in the midst of another monumental week for the Ibrox Club. I'm uh, pleased and delighted to say we're joined in this week's episode by Record Sports Andy Newport and a very special guest all the way from India, former Rangers striker Greg Stewart and anyone who cares to know, I'm Fraser Wilson. Uh, guys, Greg, Andy, nice to see you, nice to hear you, how are you doing? Very well, mate. Hi, mate. All good. Excellent. Greg, we must start by congratulating you on uh, becoming a newly crowned Indian Super League champion with uh, Jamshedpur. Have I correct, uh, pronounced that correctly? Yeah, you've, you've done no bad. You've, you've done no, uh, no bad there. Better than my first time when I had to say it. <laughs> I'll not ask, but congratulations. What a start to life out there. Can you... Can you sort of sum it up for us? How, um, I take it it's been a pretty hectic few months. Well, yeah, it was. It was um, the the cram the league in within three months, really. Um, Twenty games basically in three months, so it's been quite a hectic, hectic schedule. Um, so just obviously, as you say, delighted to to win the league again. Um, What's the standard been like, Greg? Um, it's it's different. Because over here, there's a lot of good players, but it's prob- probably just our understanding of the game, um, not not being taught from like a, a young age. Um, but they're, they're trying to work on that um, as we speak. I think the last couple of years, it's been a, a lot a lot better from the youth youth side of stuff. Um, so I would say it's probably just that that's lacking their, their understanding and awareness. In positioning where to be, but other than that, there's 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 uh, lots of good players over here, uh, some good good foreign players as well, um, in the league. That's another league winners medal. That's two in a row for you now, Greg. I mean, you're fairly racking up these these titles now. Yeah, it was um, it was it was quite weird actually because I didn't know at the time it was it was exactly a year last Monday. <laughs> uh, we won it with Rangers, and then to do it on the same day this year again. Um, I didn't realise until after after the game um, that 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 was what uh, what had happened. Um, so it was um, quite a, a good day um, to find out that as well. It was it was a year to the exact date we had won the league again. I, I spoke to you, I spoke to you a few weeks a few weeks months ago, um, and you were you were talking about you weren't sure what was next for you. Maybe you had any more thoughts now that your your time in India is nearly up. You you've done your you're three, four months down there. Is there, is it? You get any thoughts on where your next adventure is going to be? Um, to tell you the truth, no, it's no change one bit. My <laughs> my thoughts are really just to get home to my two kids uh, and my wife. Obviously, my first time being away from them, it's hard enough. But to be away for nearly six months uh, without seeing them has has been really tough. So that's probably just to get home and see the kids and 
and um, get a few weeks past and then maybe something will start getting the ball rolling to see what happens for, for next year for me. In terms of, um, you know, if you, I mean, how difficult has that been, being away from the family, being away from the kids? I mean, I spoke to, I think I'd spoke to you, it was just after Christmas and you'd, you'd had to sit out and, and miss the first Christmas with the kids. I mean, it's yeah. now, you know, been another two or three months on from then. I mean, you know, how, how hard has that been? Um, it's, to be honest, FaceTime has, has saved has saved the day. Um, you don't, I've obviously still, I don't really miss out on much. They just leave the phone sitting and they'll just go and do their thing and I'll just be in the background and just shout stuff in now and again. Um, <laughs> the, little, the little man, he's he's five. So he's like, ah, Dad, I'm not even want to speak to you. I can't be bothered speaking to you. <laughs> he's bored, he bored with the FaceTime stuff. Um, so that's, that's what makes you probably want to just get home and and see them even more. Um, but look, it's an experience that I might never have got. Um, it was probably um, Owen and Sandy being Scottish. They, they they pushed me to get over here. So that's why I came over and tried it. And I'm glad I tried it. Um, and luckily enough, I managed to get another league, league winners medal. But when I how's the, the run been, Greg? Because uh, without getting too cliched, I love a wee Ruby myself. Is it, is it even better over there? To be honest, mate, I've tried to stay away because the first couple of times it didn't go down too too well. Um, I'm stuck in the I'm stuck in the loo. So I just I just thought I'll just stick to basics, just stick to omelets and just normal normal stuff back home. Nothing nothing extravagant. I'm afraid to say. Stuck in the vindaloo. I, I guess uh, I guess Owen Coyle would uh what was important or vital to settling in though and uh, making the transition a wee bit smoother. Yeah, no. As I say, it, it makes it a bit easier um, when when you know um, Owen and Sandy where they had been in the game. A lot of respect for them, um, and they were keen to get me over here. And it was something I was wanting to try different after leaving Rangers. It was something I wanted to try and get away from from Scotland and try something different. And as I say, I'm glad I'm glad I tried it. Um, plus, I think it puts more pressure on you as well. Like, obviously, knowing the manager is Scottish as well, because you want to do well for him. So, I was, I'm obviously, I'm delighted I've managed to do that as well. So, it's been, it's been a good year all round. So, hopefully, we can maybe add another cup before I get home next last week. Time, last time I spoke to you, you were, um, you were talking about how you uh, uh, sort of formed a, a Goa Goa Rangers supporters club with, with Sandy Stewart. I mean, have you been playing? Keeping close tabs in the, the, the boys in the last couple of weeks with uh, these incredible European results against Dortmund and uh, Red Star Belgrade. I me, me and Sandy's been up to three four in the morning. <laughs> um, we've not missed a game yet. I think we I think we've maybe missed two because we've played. Um, but that's it. We've we've um, we've we've not missed a minute, and obviously we'll jump about the room and boys are sleeping next door. And that we'll jump in about the room at three four in the morning. Um, it's been good, um, and obviously last night of the game as well. I thought they were a, a strong performance last night in the cup to get back to Hamden. I mean, that's um, been a real sort of you know something that the club's been criticised over the last ten years at the cup record. I mean, but if they can maintain the sort of performance they showed yesterday, then they're obviously going to be in a shout of uh, finally getting their hands in that domestic cup competition. No, de- definitely, it's something that probably over the last few years that we, we wanted to put right. Um, I always remember, obviously, the game a couple of years back in the in the cup where we dominated the game and somehow lost it. Um, probably one of the most one-sided finals I've seen in my lifetime. 
Um, but it wasn't to be. And then in a cup, you need a, a little bit of luck as well. I feel like in the knockouts, you always need that just that little bit of luck as well. And we've not really had the rub of the green. So as I say, yesterday's performance was spot on. I felt like it could have been five, six, seven, even. Um, I thought the, the boys played really well coming off the back of European as well. European game as well. It can always be tricky. So it was a it was a great performance yesterday. So back to Hamden, um, and hopefully we can get the cut. James Tavernier added yet another penalty to his uh, tally. Greg, you, you've worked with him, you know, up close. How I, I love the array of penalties. How he mixes it up. He likes to go high, which is always a bit risky as well. But uh, how how much how much uh, practice did he put into his penalty routine? Um, I'll he'll have a few practices. Um, after training now and again, but there's one thing. There's one thing about Tav. He'll, he'll he'll always back himself, no matter the occasion. He'll always step up as a as a leader, a captain of the team. He'll always he'll always step up and take a penalty, and that's one thing about him. Um, I would I think his records, his record must be very good at penalties as well. I don't think he's missed too many. I know he maybe had a little spell where he missed two two or three, but other than that. I would, I would love to know what his actual record is because his penalties are spot on. I mean, to come back from that, I mean, he took a bit of stick. I think it was a year or two ago where he, he had a wee sort of spell, as you said, he missed three or four on the bounce. But, you know, the way he's come back, and then I think he's, he scored six goals in his last nine games. Five of them have been penalties, but, you know, goalkeepers have got nowhere near to them. Any of them? Maybe, oh, maybe that, whether that's it. Be- it's just... For me as well, like it's, it's, it's having that confidence to just go and take it. It doesn't matter if you miss; he'll he'll step up again, and he'll and he'll go and take it. It doesn't matter the occasion either. He'll always he'll always um, put himself forward, not just for himself, for the team as well. Because me playing with him, I know how good technically he is, um, and he's a great captain and leader. Interesting you say that, mate, because maybe two years ago, three years ago, it, it was coming in for some pretty undue stick for Rangers fans when times weren't going so well. Um, what, what was it like behind the scenes? Because he must have a pretty strong character and a thick skin to to, to come through that time. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's pretty relaxed, pretty calm um, behind the scenes. Um, and when he gets on the field, he puts everything out there. He doesn't leave nothing behind. Um as I say, he's confident in his ability. He shows that, and to me, you won't realise how good he is until he probably wasn't there. And um, for me, it's like that. It's a bit. It's a bit like Connor Golson as well. Rangers fans won't um, probably appreciate how how good Connor is until he's actually not there. Connor's. I don't think Connor's missed missed maybe a couple couple of games since he's came to Rangers. But as I say, Tav. Tav, great guy, great captain, um, and he's he's been shown in the park recently. Greg, do you think do you think last season the leadership he showed and just getting that first trophy off his back? Obviously, he's been here a long time. You know, he's been through some good times, some bad times, some really bad times. But do you think that that did a lot for him and just his stature around the club and the, the respect that? He feels he's now due himself because he looks now, even when the team hasn't been playing great this season, his standards have remained high. You know, he's trying his best to lead like a captain. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, he's been there through through some tough times. So it's guy, it's, for me, it's guys like that that I love. I'd, I love 
I love the way Nelty go and pick that trophy up because it's he deserved it more than anyone. Um, because of where he had come from, uh, from the, the the tough times, and but he's one of the guys. He's never too high. He's never too low. He he's pretty calm in the head, um, and, and he'll always try and push his teammates to give their all. So when you when you lift trophies, when you see guys like that lifting a trophy for Rangers, there's no one that deserves it more than him. So I would love to see him again lift another couple, if possible, this season. You talk about you standard bearers and Andy will laugh here because I never do an interview without bringing in a goalie question, right? <laughs> so you've obviously, <laughs> you've obviously got your man Greeks there. Give us a Greek story just to just to bring to life the character that he is in the dressing room. Oh, he's... See, see, you know what the, the thing is with Greeks that probably no one really speaks about? You always hear like daft stories. There's no one in there that's got a routine... Like Griggs, he's on it. He's like a top professional. That's why he's still playing at the age he is. You go in in the morning and Griggs is there doing his routine. And you're in, you're in there. You think I could be one of the first in the day, but Griggs is always in there. He's always doing his strengthening, um, his stretches, all his core stuff. He he's in there doing all his stuff before he actually goes out to the training ground. So he's like he's a top professional. That's why he's still playing at this. Uh, that that at, is the standard he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, people always think, oh, Griggs is daft or you get a daft story, which is always good. But there's another side to Griggs as well that that's why he's still at this level now, because of what he does off the field as well, you know? so Do you think he might go again next season? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Um, as I say, he still looks as if he could go again. But I know, I know what Griggsy thinks as well. He just thinks about now. He he'll just be thinking. Uh, he he'll probably not even be thinking about next season. He'll just be thinking on getting the getting another trophy, getting another league medal. If you were to go and speak to him now and say, "Oh, what you doing next season?" He'll be like, "No, um, I don't even want to speak about. We we'll just think about it now." Um, he's just that. He's that kind of guy. He doesn't want. To, he he's similar. He's never too high. He's never too low. He's he's pretty level headed as well when it comes to that. That Thank kind you. of stuff. There's been a bit of a a debate brewing online uh, on Twitter. I've seen this week Rangers fans debating whether they think Tavernier or Morelos, whether these guys deserve to be Hall of Fame contenders at the club, whether they're, they're, they've achieved true legends, legendary status at the club yet because they've only won one trophy. I mean, where, where do you? I mean, I know that it's a hard question to answer. You play with these guys, you know them, but from what they've given the club, how do you think they should be considered by the fans? For for me, they won the the greatest title that's maybe in the club's history. And plus, you've got to remember, like all these Hall of Fame guys as well. They they played with like top top players, top top Rangers teams in European Champions League. Whereas whereas Tavs had to, like he's not had that standard beside him all his time at Rangers. Like now now is probably the highest that's ever been. For for um, Tav to have the the quality he's got beside him now, so for me. He, for me to say that right now, I don't know. But for for me personally, I I think when if he gets another couple of titles, definitely, yeah, definitely. And um, I was going to ask about. Uh, I know Ryan Jack. You you're very close with him. I spoke to you a few times when he was going through his turmoil of his injuries and setbacks. But I mean, how delighted have you been to see him back? And not just back, but 
you know, he sees performance in the West Westfalen against Dortmund, you know, head and shoulders against some world-class players. And he was, you know, he was head and shoulders above them. I mean, that you must have been absolutely delighted for him. No, as, as I said, I think, as, I, as you say, I spoke to you a little while back when Ryan was still out injured and you were asking, like, how will he come back and stuff. And I think I said to you, it'll be like a new signing when he comes back. Because I know what kind of player and what kind of character he is, the way he trains... Um, he loves the club so I knew he would want to get back to full fitness and, and put himself back out there and I, be, I think I texted him after the I think it was the first game he played I texted him I said mate you wouldn't even think you'd been out injured the way you played and like he looked fit he looked yeah. fit as well whereas like normally uh, you would look tired after maybe like 60 minutes but he just he kept on getting he looked stronger Um so as I say, fair, fair play to him as well because he's obviously he's had a, he's had a tough year, um, but now he's again. It looks like he's just going strength to strength. He's probably the first first name in the team sheet um, in, in midfield at the moment because there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, midfielders up positions not up for grabs with the standard of player it's in in the middle of middle of the park now. Certainly. What about this Thursday then, Greg? Um, you, you got your viewing arrangements sorted, first of all. Will that be an early Thursday, early Friday morning over there, is it? Well, if we lose tomorrow, I could be home and I could be at the pub. <laughs> well, you, never, you never know. So well, I'll either be in India and I'll be... I'll be I, well, I think it's early kick-off. Is it quarter to six? Yeah. And it's it's to six. Yeah. Right, so that's quarter past 11 here so that's that's an early one for me mm-hmm. so, so I could either be I could either be home and at a local with the boys or I could be I could still be here with me and Sandy and, and the and the go a loyal <laughs> <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a cup semi-final is that, is that what you've got you've got tomorrow night aye second leg tomorrow we're 1-0 down so and this is a sort of end of season sort of is that a playoff aye, it's like a playoff it's like a playoffs a bit uh, I think it's maybe a bit like the MLS, similar to that. Um, so seemingly it's a big cup over here. So we'll see. This 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 team um, that I'm actually at hasn't even been in the top four before. So uh, to manage to win the league um, has been pretty big, big for them over here. And just on Rangers, I mean that. I mean what there's been a bit of a. It's felt like there's been a bit of a glass ceiling these last few years. Obviously, just getting to the Europa League group stages in Steven Gerrard's first season was a huge accomplishment and then they bagged it up they made the last 16 they did that again last year but you know you've come up against like Leverkusen you know Slavia Prague they just felt at that moment in time they were a bit of a, a class above where you guys were at at that moment but you know this year you know the teams the calibre of teams that they've managed to go toe-to-toe with and and beat you know Dortmund, you know quality Bundesliga side, and you know to to scud to Red Star Belgrade three 0 at Ibrox was another um, remarkable result. I mean, do you think the boys are ready to go through that that glass ceiling? And you know people are already talking about if they can get into the quarters, then you know how far can they go? I mean, where do you see it? Yeah, no, look, I felt like um, every 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 season in Europe, I, I can't I can't really recall in a team hammering. Rangers for a long time. Um, we've always put up a fight, no matter the quality of opposition. Um, we've had some really good results lately over the last couple of years in Europe, um, and just unfortunate because there's no mugs at this stage of the tournament. 
I know Red Star Belgrade's maybe not the biggest in name, but near was near was um, Slavia Prague last year, but they showed that they were a good side. So there's no mugs at this at this point. So to to get a to get a three 0 a three 0 home win going into the the away the second leg, you're giving yourself a, a great opportunity to go and beat that um, that round of sixteen that we've kind of failed at. Um, so it's a great opportunity for the boys, and after watching the first leg, I'm more than confident that that we'll see it through. Do you think we could? Do you think they should be considered proper contenders for this this tournament? To go all the way, yeah, de- definitely. As I say, there's not there's not been one team that's came out over the last I don't know two three years and absolutely hammered hammered Rangers. Um, I've always um, been competitive against anyone, and more than competitive against top teams. Um, you probably look at this year and 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 uh, the teams that are still left in the Europa League. You're talking there's there's Champions League teams in this, top Champions League teams in this. It's going to be it's, it's going to be really difficult, but. I don't. I don't um, think anyone will will be like, oh yeah, we'll take Rangers because right now they're they're they're, um, they're showing they're a fourth at this at this level as well. You were a a big part of the the journey. Um, I think you played in the Bayer Leverkusen games at this stage uh, a couple of seasons ago. Um, how, how difficult is it when you start getting to this stage of the season to combine Europe and the league? Because we all talk about it on the outside, but as a player, as somebody that's directly involved in it. Just how physically and mentally draining is it? No, it's obviously you hear thought, or you get tired, or this and that. But at the end of the day, it's games you want to be playing in. You want games to be coming. If you're winning, you want the next game to keep coming, keep coming. So if Rangers can get that momentum over the next course of the next four or five weeks, then you know great things could happen at the end of the season. Um, and that's these are the games you want to be involved in as well, and and you don't want to be switching off, thinking oh, because you done because you did well in in your, the European game, you have to you have to recover well and go again in the league because that's just a, more that's probably more important the league. So I know I know it's a it's a busy schedule for the boys, but in the pre season that's what you gear up for a 50, 60 game season, um, and these boys have done it over the last couple of years. You never found that Thursday. And then flying home through Eastern Europe, maybe into a Sunday game. You never found that too grueling, no. Um. Yeah, I suppose I suppose that it can be physically tough, but that's why you've got a big squad as well, where the manager could could rotate a few positions to freshen up. Um. So, it's, but as I say, it's games you want to be want to be playing in, and and that that's a, that's the level you want to be playing at. So, the boys, you just that's what you. That's why you have a tough pre-season for, for knowing that you're going to play 50, 60 games a season to get yourself fit. Then you just play and you just recover and then you go again. He freshened it up, Giovanni Van Broncos, he freshened it up at the weekend there and he gave Aaron Ramsey's only second start. I mean, there's been a lot of sort of talk about whether or not he's, he's going to ever get to the point where he would be fit enough to, to have a say in this at the end of the season, but you know he looked pretty sharp in the, the ends and Sunday. Okay, you're playing against a team that's bottom of the Premiership, but do you think that performance he put in yesterday might you know, make you know Giovanni Van Bronckhorst yeah. consider chucking them in against the Red Star on Thursday night? Um, no, it was it was obviously watching the game. It was it was great to see him getting such such a um, long minutes in his legs. I think he tired a little bit. As I say later on in the match, but the pitch the pitch didn't look too great. To be honest, it looked a bit heavy. Um, so it was it was just great that he came through unscathed. 
um, and, and um, hopefully his injuries are behind him and he can he can go and have a strong end to the season because you can see in glimpses his touches his movement it's he's a top player and it's just trying to get that get that back again we're getting minutes into the legs because obviously he's a top player and we need all our best players fit for the, um, the end of the season running so it was, uh, as, I, as you say it was great to see him getting such long minutes yesterday these are the kind of games he's, he's come for isn't it you know big European nights just all a couple of fun derbies to be played I mean this is what this is the sort of you know situations where Rangers fans want to see him playing exactly he, he he's played in these kind of games um, he's a top player there's no getting away from it he's just obviously had some injury concerns that that everyone can have it's, it's just one of the things in, in the game that can happen Um but as I say, he's, he's a top player. You can see that, and it's just obviously try to get minutes into his legs and get him fit. Because if they keep playing, doing well in Europe, these, the games are just going to cut, uh, keep coming thick and fast. Um, so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to forward to seeing him more um, because he, he could light the place up. You see, you mentioned earlier the the battle for midfield positions. There, if there was a pivotal old firm game tomorrow, do you think uh, a fit Aaron Ramsey would go straight into the, the middle three? Tomorrow, nah. It's, it's too, um, I think it's too soon for him to start the game. Um, I would love to say yes, because obviously he's got, he's, he's a quality player. Uh, everyone everyone knows this. It's not, uh, it's, I'm, I'm not um, any different to what you see. So, But I just think it would just be too soon. April tomorrow, comes, tomorrow. What about in a couple of weeks when it does come round? Then do you think by that time it, it, it would be pushing for a start? Yeah, no, I think so. There's still was it two games before the break, and then obviously he if he'll probably work, he'll he'll do some work. He'll he'll probably not have any time off. He'll probably he'll probably want to get himself fitter, fitter and stronger again. Knowing that there's going to be a, a run of games coming. Um, so you just never know. Look, your best players need to play. And that's just it. The, be- the manager will want to play his best team. See, the other end of the, the scale, the, how closely did he work with some of the young guys that are coming to the fore now? You've got, obviously, Alex Lowry and Charlie McCann and Tony Weston and guys like that. Are these boys that you, that you know from training at Auckland? No. I know... I know... Um, I've seen glimpses... Uh, the young boy Alex Lowry, I seen glimpses of him, and um, be just watching the games. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see much of the other two boys you mentioned. Um, it was, it was players like Kai Kennedy, Lewis Mayo, uh, who else? I think they're out, I think a few of the boys are out on loan at the moment. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was young players like that. Big semi final tomorrow night, then, Greg. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big one. It's um it would be obviously it'd be nice to we're one nil one nil down. Um so it'd be nice to if we could put in a good good um performance and get a good result. The the final would be on Sunday if that was the case. Well that's quite so it'd be fine. nice if we, so so it'd be nice to try and it'd be nice to get a, a wee a wee double in before I before I came back home. What were the celebrations like after you wrapped up the title? Did they come even close to last marches down Govan Way? <laughs> I'm afraid they didn't. I'm afraid they didn't. We're, we're, we're in a bubble. We're actually in a bubble. So we're all together. We can't get out. We're, we're in like a hotel resort because the league the league's in like a bio bubble. 
Um, so we've not we've we've only been able to enjoy a, a few beers and stuff ourselves. So we can't really venture far. So Greg, I'm afraid it was nothing compared to last season. <laughs> Greg, you're talking about Grigsy and how you know he's he's the ultimate professional. But I recall that video of him leaving the training ground last year when he's looking, he's hanging out the window and he's looking a bit worse for wear. If Grigsy was like that, what 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 sort of state were you in that day? I was at the other side hanging out the other window. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the camera was at his side. <laughs> Where he actually? Aye. <laughs> Good so, uh, why do I feel there's so many times. stories to be told here? Good times. Yeah. Some, are, some are best kept behind closed doors. <laughs> what happens in the changing room stays in the changing room, eh? <laughs> Unfortunately well, for you guys. I'll tell you one of these days, mate. Well, I think that's everything. Um, Greg, thank you very much for coming on and joining us. I've got no idea what time it is in India. but um, No problem at all. Um, very, very best of luck for tomorrow night. We'll all be looking out for Jamshedpur's semi-final result and see if you can get take another step towards the double. Um, Andy, thank you as well for coming on and joining us. And thank you to all the listeners. Don't forget you can catch up on all the latest build-up to uh, Thursday's big second leg clash with Red Star Belgrade at dailyrecord.co.uk Thank you once again.